This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. Demand for manufactured housing is growing as a way to close the affordability gap. Factory-built homes were once viewed as a low-quality alternative to site-built homes, but that's no longer the case. Factory-built homes are now built to similar standards, but they cost less because it's less expensive to build any kind of product in a factory. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. Manufactured housing is enjoying a rebirth of sorts. Factory-built homes were known as mobile homes in the 1970s, and there are plenty of them still in existence today. But the newly designed and produced manufactured homes are different, according to industry experts. Jim Iotti is the executive director of the Florida Manufactured Housing Association based in Tallahassee. He recently spoke with the Tampa Times about today's manufactured homes and how they compare to site-built homes. He told the Times that many people have an outdated perception of manufactured homes. He says people will say things like, Oh, mobile homes, those old things, we don't want them in our neighborhoods. They're not safe. But he says the new factory-built homes are built to similar standards as site-built homes when it comes to energy efficiency, wind safety, and everything else. Those building codes were upgraded after Hurricane Andrew in 1992 for both kinds of homes. He says today manufactured homes are built to wind standards that are as high or higher than homes built to Florida building codes. Today's manufactured homes also come in all shapes and sizes. Depending on the size, some may have porches and or garages. He says the higher-end manufactured homes are pretty much indistinguishable from a home that was built on location. Iote suggests that anyone interested in affordable homes should check out what you can buy today, and he says there's plenty of places to find them in the Tampa Bay area. He says that from 2020 to 2021, manufactured home shipments have increased by 18% in Hillsborough County, which is home to the city of Tampa. To the north in Pasco County, shipments are up 10%, and further north in Citrus County, they're up 26%. To the east, in the St. Petersburg area, they're up 9%. And the manufactured housing trend is growing. He says there are nine home building plants in Florida that have increased production by 30% over the past two years. And he says every one of them is backlogged. Like all home builders, they're running into supply chain issues right now, but Iote says that manufactured home builders buy their materials more efficiently and more cost-effectively. He says that prices are coming back down but they never come back down as fast as they go up. He says currently the average price for a manufactured home in Florida is about $102,000. That's up from about $84,000 in 2019. Those prices are without the cost of the land, but they represent a big savings. When you do a cost comparison between site-built and factory-built homes, Iote says there's typically a 20% price difference, but he also emphasizes that price difference isn't due to a difference in quality. He says it's because factory-built homes are just built more efficiently. The Federal Housing Authority is also trying to make it easier for home buyers to get loans on manufactured homes. The agency recently issued new guidelines for its Title I loan program, which provides loans for home improvements along with loans for manufactured homes. Housing Wire reports that the FHA consolidated 120 separate policy documents so lenders won't have to sort through all of them. It also updated some policies associated with the purchase of manufactured homes. One of the updates will permit a sales comparison approach to appraisals, for example. Another will expand allowable income sources for borrowers. Manufactured homes could also make good rental homes at a lower price point. In California, where state law allows for accessory dwelling units on single-family properties, 
homeowners can buy pre-made cottages to put in their backyards, and then, of course, rent them out. The potential is there for not just affordable housing, but affordable rental housing. If you'd like to read more about this topic, you'll find links in the show notes at newsforinvestors.com. You can also join Real Wealth for free. And as a member, you have access to our investor portal where you can view sample property pro formas and connect with our network of resources. And you'll be able to get access to our upcoming webinars, one with my husband, Rich Fetke, which will help you get focused on your investor goals. And I'll be doing my 2021 year-end completion with Rick Sharga. And you don't want to miss that. He is fantastic. Again, you can sign up for free at newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke. Thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.